This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a top transition team member encounters bad climate on diversity at Foggy Bottom. Some federal workers might be getting a pay raise, others a pay freeze. And one House caucus in the space space wants to be a force for bipartisanship. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian, in for Eric White. President-elect Biden's State Department transition team, among other efforts, is shining a light on diversity. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. Linda Thomas-Greenfield, a top official for State Department policy in the transition team, says a recent executive order from President Donald Trump has had a chilling effect on diversity and inclusion plans at the agency. There's no way, given the current environment they're in, that they can even begin the process of dealing with diversity issues in the State Department when you can't even use the word diversity. Thomas Greenfield says the agency is getting a more diverse pool of applicants for promotions, but that diversity hasn't yet filtered up through the higher ranks. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. No surprise, perhaps. Federal employees groups don't have nice things to say about the latest pay freeze proposal. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The proposed federal pay freeze from the Senate is earning some harsh criticism. The American Federation of Government Employees says Senate Republicans are trying to outdo President Trump. Trump had proposed a 1% pay raise for civilian employees next year. The Federal Managers Association described the Senate's pay freeze proposal and the timing of its release a double whammy. FMA says Congress at the very least should support a 1% raise. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The Senate Appropriations Committee releases its bill for 2021, six weeks into the ongoing fiscal year. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has more on what's in the legislation. The Senate Appropriations Committee wants to give $690 billion to the Defense Department this fiscal year. The legislation does not encompass all the funds that will go toward the military. Other money falls under the jurisdiction of various committees and will likely total about $741 billion. The bill includes a 3% raise for military service members. It also decreased the research and development spending from the president's request by more than $2 billion. The bill will also pay for 96 F-35 jets. That's 17 more than what the Pentagon requested. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. One member of the House Space Force Caucus promises not to only bolster the force, but to do it in a bipartisan way. More from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Guarding satellites, communications, and preventing surprise attacks are among the goals of the new caucus. That's according to member Brian Babin. The Houston area Republican says the Space Force itself was prompted by increasingly threatening stances by Russia and China. Babin says the caucus has grown to some 20 members, many from space neighborhoods here on Earth like Texas, Colorado, and Florida, and with members from both parties. I'm Tom Temin. U.S. Northern Command says the military's joint all-domain command and control system is informing its budget priorities for the next two years. JADC2 will allow the military to take in and interpret multiple streams of information and deliver it to decision-makers quickly. NORTHCOM Commander General Glenn Van Herc says the military needs to collect more data and make it more easily shared in order for JADC2 to work. He says future investments will work on connecting agency data stovepipes. 
Congress remains lukewarm in funding centralized IT modernization efforts. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. The Senate joined the House in allocating only $25 million for the Technology Modernization Fund for fiscal 2021. Despite efforts by lawmakers in both houses to increase the TMF, appropriators chose not to meet the administration's request of $150 million. This is the second year in a row that the House and the Senate decided $25 million was all that the Centralized Technology Fund would receive. At the same time, however, Senate lawmakers went above the administration's request to $12.5 million for the IT Oversight and Reform Fund. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Small businesses get the first look at the Homeland Security Department's plans for its highly anticipated First Source 3 contract vehicle. DHS released the draft solicitation for the small business set-aside multiple award contract that has a $10 billion ceiling over 10 years. DHS is seeking feedback on its plan to create a contract for value-added resellers of technology products and software license providers. DHS says it may issue one statement of work for each area or one for both. Comments on the draft solicitation are due on November 20th. The Army is working with the Defense Department's Joint Artificial Intelligence Center and Defense Innovation Unit to make sense of its financial data through robotic process automation. The Army selected the vendor DataRobot to support its work using RPA to resolve financial errors and process financial data for audit requirements. The Army specifically seeks DataRobot's help addressing unmatched transactions, which are less than 1% of DOD's financial transactions. The Federal Service Impasses Panel is out with a long-awaited decision on collective bargaining in the Department of Veterans Affairs. The panel weighed in on 44 contract articles that VA and the American Federation of Government Employees couldn't agree to. The decision gives VA and AFGE a seven-year contract. It also gives employees less time to appeal disciplinary actions, and it canceled labor management training for employees. VA described the decision as a huge win and one that will improve the department's operations. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus on our coronavirus resource page. I'm Peter Masurlian, in for Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.